Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Covenant Woman podcast season two. Oh my gosh, I am so, so excited to be here with you guys today. And you know, I've got to say, I was not planning on so many people anticipating the launch of season two. Um, We've had so many people reaching out over these last couple of months and it just thrills me. It just reminds me that I am in the right spot doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Thank you guys so much for your patience as I was getting things together and getting prepared for the season two launch. I appreciate you guys more than you know. And I really just want to give a shout out to all of you guys because at this very moment, as I'm recording this specific episode, the Covenant Woman is on the bestsellers list on Amazon. We are sitting at number three for inspirational Christianity. And then we're actually in the top 20 in in two other categories. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And that's all of you guys. That is that is you guys who are making that possible. And a year after being launched, I just wasn't that just wasn't something I was even looking into. It wasn't something I was expecting. And so it's such an amazing one year surprise for the covenant woman. And I just, I just could not be more grateful. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, every, every purchase, every single referral, every review, you have no idea what that means to me. And again, I, I don't even know how many other ways I can say thank you, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So season one of the podcast was a lot about just breaking down each section of the book and and kind of digging into that to just the different key steps to just growing in your prayer life, growing your faith. And, you know, season two is not going to be much different because I feel like we need to hear things over and over again and really just to be able to grab a hold of that concept of of what's being taught on and I know for me that that's how my faith grows it's the more I hear something the more I hear something being taught on the more I'm reading something in the bible um you know and then that's broken down for me and so season 2 is not going to be much different than season 1 of course there are going to be different topics but a lot of it stems back to the same things we've already talked about. But after talking to so many of you guys and receiving so many emails, that was helping. And that that's what this podcast is all about. It's about helping you grow your faith in God's promises and take what belongs to you as a child of God. And so we're just going to kind of piggyback off of season one and jump right into it. And one of my goals for season two is for you to be able to take hopefully just even one thing that I say and be able to implement that into your life and or for that to be like, aha, like, yes, this makes total sense. Um, You know, that light bulb moment. And so if you can just take one thing, I know that that will be helpful. And y'all know me, y'all know I'm all about faith and growing it and getting closer to God and finding the ways to stop hindering 
our prayer life, stop hindering what God wants to do for us and um, just get out of our own way. And so often we do so many things. Sometimes we have no idea things that we've been doing since we were little kids or teenagers or young adults, things that just get in the way of God working in our lives. They, it, they're things that hinder us getting closer to God. And so you guys know I'm all about digging into that and just growing our faith. And like I said, taking what belongs to us because Jesus didn't die. He wasn't tortured, died and go to hell for us to live a mediocre life, for us to live a life less than the one that he died to give us. We are meant to thrive in every single area of our lives. And that includes spiritual physical, financial, emotional, and relational. Nobody can talk me out of that. I believe that to the core of my being, and we were not put here to survive. That does not mean that we are not going to face hard times or go through troubling situations. God never promised that we wouldn't. He promises to be there with us through those situations. So let's start here. And um, this is a question that I want you to ask yourself. Do you know how God works, how he works in your life? And the answer to that is through faith. We God honors our faith. God is pleased with our faith. And God works through us or for us through our faith. He can't do anything for us unless we have faith to receive it. If you think about it, you can't even be saved without faith. Think about back whenever you asked Jesus into your heart. You had to have faith to back up those words. You had to have faith to receive Jesus into your heart. Look at Hebrews eleven sixteen. It even tells us without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we know that God honors our faith. So the question is, how do I have that kind of faith? How do I have the faith to receive the promises of God? And the way that you grow your faith and strengthen your faith is literally digging in to the word of God and spending time with him. One of my all-time favorite scriptures is Romans ten seventeen, and it tells us, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So your faith is not going to grow if you are not studying the word of God, if you are not hearing the word of God. So if you're thinking like, you know, I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying, but I'm not seeing the answers to my prayers. Do you have faith when you're praying? Are you backing up? what you're praying and how you're praying with scripture. Are you strengthening your faith in God's words? Are you strengthening your faith in his promises and what he can do for you? And and you have to go back to that scripture every time. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're not doing that, if you are not growing your faith by listening to the word of God, by studying the word of God, then your faith isn't growing. And you know, we've all been there where we're just begging God, just, Lord, I need this situation changed, but you don't have faith in what you're praying and what you're asking him. If you're not strengthening your faith, you have to ever be be growing in, in that faith. And if you're not doing that, that is most likely the reason why you're not seeing things move in your life. In Mark 11, Jesus is talking to the disciples and specifically Mark 11, 22 through 24. 
And Jesus tells the disciples, he says, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But listen to this. He says, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. So see, God honors your faith. And I have to be real right here. And I've had to get extremely honest with myself too. Hey, if you're not going to strengthen your faith, then you are saying, I don't want my prayers answered because you know how to get your prayers answered. You know, you strengthen your faith. You know how to take a hold of those promises of God. It's through strengthening your faith in what those promises are and are what those promises are and then taking it. So if you're refusing to do that, and I'm talking to myself as well, because There's a lot of times where I'm not where I'm supposed to be as far as in my faith walk, and I haven't been growing, Um, but you're literally saying like, oh, well, I don't want the promises of God. So in that case, it's like, well, why pray if I'm not expecting to get an answer? And that really kind of brings me to what I want to talk about today. If you pray without expecting, why pray to begin with? Why? What's the point? Um, isn't that just a waste of time? Because whenever whenever we go to the Lord in prayer for something or whenever we're seeking him, we're seeking him with an expectation at the end. Maybe we just need some peace in our lives. Maybe we need him to move a huge mountain, which he says, you move the mountain. You use your faith and speak to it, have faith in it, and that mountain will be removed. And that can be any mountain in your life. That doesn't have to be that he's not speaking about a physical mountain. He's talking about the mountains that are in your life, the the hurdles, basically the things that are in your way. But he tells us to speak to those things. But if we pray without expecting, why pray to begin with? And in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, we are told to pray without ceasing. We're not told to pray without expectation. So God has your answers. He wants to answer your prayers. He wants to solve anything that's going on in your life. He doesn't want you weighed down and lacking. That's We're not supposed to be living in lack and bondage, and I'm talking about in any area of your life. But he honors your faith. So if you don't have faith to receive, then and you're just not expecting the answers to your prayer, what's the point in praying to begin with? And that's really that's really the main topic for today that I wanted to talk about. And I really want you guys to think about that this week. It takes your faith. It comes back to you. It's not, well, God must not not have wanted to bless me with this. Or God, maybe this just wasn't God's plan for my life. Well, what are what are you doing? It's a it's a teamwork type of thing whenever we go to the Lord for something. Yes, he has the plan in place. And yes, I totally, totally believe that a lot of things don't work out for us that we think should because it's not in God's plan for us and and that's not something that we are supposed to do or we are supposed to have. But I also believe in that case, we always have peace about that situation. And I know in a lot of situations and, and a lot of different people who they didn't go to the Lord in prayer for something. They just was like, oh, well, if it happens, it's God's will. Well, no, not necessarily because he still needs your faith to activate what he wants to do in your life. And going back to Mark 11, 22 through 24, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he said, you have faith. And he said, may you may you be lifted, talking about the mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea 
and it will happen, but you must believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. So it comes down to your faith. Jesus wouldn't have said that if that weren't true. So just to reiterate a couple of things here, if you pray without expecting, why pray to begin with? But what's the point? I mean, think about that. If you're not expecting an answer to your prayer, then what's the point? And God honors your faith. So, and how do you grow your faith? Romans ten seventeen, and I'm I'm probably going to talk about that scripture a lot through these next few episodes. But faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, if you are not strengthening your faith, you're not going to have this thriving, fulfilled life. And something else that we do need to talk about is the more that you start strengthening your faith and using your faith, you are going to face opposition. And this has been the topic of a lot of what I've been learning lately, and I can totally relate to it. The The more that you are doing for the kingdom of God, the more that you are seeking God for, you're going to face opposition because... We live in a world, and believe it or not, Satan is the god of this world, and he doesn't want you getting closer to God. He does not want your prayers being answered. He does not want you strengthening your faith, and that's when you have to hold fast. You have to hold fast to your relationship with God. You have to hold fast to that faith that where you're growing in your faith, and don't let anything or anyone knock you off of your faith walk with the Lord. Um, because you also have authority over Satan. Luke ten nineteen tells us, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, all of the power of the enemy. That includes anything to do with Satan, right? Satan is our enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So even though we face that opposition and, and Satan will do whatever he can do to keep us from getting closer to God, he's going to try to wreak havoc in, in specific areas of our lives um, to try to knock us off of our faith walk. But just remember, you have power over him. And how do you have power over him? First of all, your faith in what God says to you about how to handle him is how you have power in him. But you exercise that faith that you have in God over that specific topic. So you put him in his place because Luke ten nineteen tells us what it tells us. Tell him he has no authority over your life or the situation and remind him he has already been beaten because he has. You're a covenant woman and you have been given the authority to rebuke Satan and every one of his evil acts. So don't ever forget that. And I talk about this specifically in section four of the covenant woman. But number one, put him in his place. Number two, God gave you a shield of faith, so use it. Ephesians six sixteen tells us, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And you guys just refuse to fear. Refuse to fear and do your part. Keep that faith. And whenever you have that faith, whenever your faith is in the right spot, because we have faith no matter what. We have faith whether it's in God's words or it's in the devil's plans. Like you just, you get to choose where your faith goes and your your faith will be strong wherever you're giving attention to it. Does that make sense? Um, number three, stand on Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. 
So thank God that the good things are coming out of these trials and just know that no matter what, God's got you and he can turn any situation around for you and cause good for for you, for your family, for your life. And then number four, pray and sing praises to the Lord because you guys, nothing makes Satan more miserable than whenever you're sitting there and choosing to worship the Lord. And and you're thanking him for everything he's done. You're thanking him for what he's doing. And it really is, a lot of times it can be a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice of praise. You may be going through something terrible, something horrific, something that's almost unbearable. But when you choose to praise God, it literally makes the devil miserable. Like he doesn't want to be around that. He will he will eventually flee from that. And whenever you're down on your knees and you're worshiping God, you're proving to God, like I'm walking by faith. I don't care what's going on in my life. I choose to trust you. You have my life in your hands. My faith is activating what your word says, and I put my faith in you. I don't put my faith in the works of the devil. So it it is so important that you do that for multiple reasons. You are reminding God that, or you're letting God know you trust him. And you're, you know, that just continues to strengthen your faith because you will see God show up. You will see him do something. You will get peace about whatever you're going through. And like I said, Satan doesn't want to be around that. He doesn't want to sit there and be in the midst of you praising the Lord. And the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and evil can't stay around whenever the name of Jesus is being praised, whenever God is being praised. And it's like you're literally refusing to give up. And enough time spent worshiping the Lord, that fear goes. And guess what? God works through your faith. Satan works through fear. So you remove that fear and you continue praising God and you just thank him and you're just showing him your gratitude. Um, you're, you will see the devil flee. It may not be for a real long time, but he will flee. He can't be in the midst of that. And one other thing that I just want to make sure that I say before we end this episode is that even when you're going through a troubling situation, oh my goodness, you guys know how easy it can be to to turn your words from positive to negative, but your words will literally show you where your future is. It will literally show you what your future looks like. So... Don't let a situation change what you're saying, because you know what? Whenever you change what you're saying, you change what you're believing, and you expect whatever you're saying to come to pass. And there are tons and tons of research on the fact that what you say will come to pass. So you can totally look into that. But don't let a situation change what you're saying. When you change your words, you're literally changing your future. So keep your words in what the word of God says. Keep your belief there because from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? We know this. So whatever you're putting into your heart, that's what comes out of your mouth and that's what you're believing. And when you stop aligning your words with what God's word says, you will totally hinder your faith. You'll hinder what you're believing. You'll hinder your future. So you, no matter what arises in your life, no matter what comes up, you don't change believing in the word of God. You don't change believing in that relationship that you have with him. You use your words to defeat the enemy. 
You use your words to remove that mountain that the enemy is trying to place in your life. Just like going back again. I know this is the third time I've said this, but just like going back to Mark 11, 22, he says to use your faith and to use your words so you can combat what the enemy is doing. You you take take authority, just like in Luke 10, 19 tells us. And remember what Isaiah 54, 17 tells us. It says that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. So even if, and Satan will form the weapons, the things will come into play, right? That's what he does. But they don't have to prosper in your life. So you get to rebuke them. You get to turn those things around in your life using your words and your faith. So don't ever forget that it's not all on God. Yes, God has a plan. Yes, God wants to execute that plan in your life, but it comes down to your faith. Will you receive his plans? Will you receive his promises? Will you take a hold of what what he says belongs to you using your words, strengthening your faith? So yes, God is almighty. God is powerful. He, he is the most powerful being, right? We know this, but it takes your faith to activate what he said and what he wants to come to pass in your life. So, so, so important to be strengthening your faith at all times and to not change your words. Don't change what you believe because something happens in your life. Know that God can turn that situation around according to Romans eight twenty eight, and cause good to come out of that situation. But it does fall back to your faith. You know, like even going back in the Bible, Whenever Jesus healed people, he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. So yes, it it comes down to our faith. Don't ever, ever, ever forget how important it is to walk in love and walk in forgiveness. These things go hand in hand whenever it comes to your your faith and uh, the blessings that God has planned for you. And we talked a lot about this in season one. This is in the covenant woman in one of the sections of the book, but Faith plus love plus forgiveness equals blessings, and blessings come from standing in faith, you guys. And faith works by love, and love does not work in an unforgiving heart. And you guys, this includes all types of unforgiveness. So remember how important it is to walk in love and walk in forgiveness, because without those two things, and they are major things, there you you can't have faith because like i said i'm going to repeat it one more time love doesn't work in an unforgiving heart and faith works by love don't ever ever forget that write that down because if you're not seeing certain things come to pass in your life then that very well could be it you're don't ever hold on to unforgiveness and and if you have been you know what we've all been there but you can change that right now Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of our first episode. Again, I just want to say thank you guys so much for being here. I pray that this speaks to your heart. I pray that you can take at least one thing that I said today and implement it into your faith life and just move those mountains in your life, those mountains that are hindering you from living the way that God has planned for you to live. And you guys, I absolutely love being connected with you guys. I, I love all the emails that I receive. I love getting to know you guys on social. I feel like you know me. I feel like I know you, so many of you. And I just, I absolutely love this. So if we're not connected yet, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Shay D. That's S-H-A-Y-D Gordon. And then on Facebook at Shay Gordon. 
And then, of course, you can always email me at thecovenantwoman at gmail.com. And guys, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season, getting to know you guys even more. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will catch you back here next week. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired, and to find all the ways to connect with me, check out thecovenantwoman.org. And don't forget to follow this podcast so you'll be notified each time a new episode drops.